Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yimini, and each week we will look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the complete and speedy recovery of Bachevasar Baschana, Sasson Batsal Ben Batya, Shaul Ben Brita, and Safir Basar Yala. This week's Parsha Perspective is also dedicated in memory of Shalom Ben Edward and Edward Ben Shol. May their souls be uplifted and their memories a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Beshalach. Our Parsha begins with Pare regretting his decision to let the Jewish nation free. He decides to chase after them to finish off his Jewish problems. And as the Jewish nation are approaching the Yamsuf, the Sea of Reeds, they notice the Egyptian army quickly approaching from behind, trapping them against the water. They began to panic and cried out to Moshe, Why have you taken us out of Egypt? And Moshe responded, Do not be afraid and stand firm and see the salvation that God will do for you today because God will fight for you and you will remain silent. Hashem then instructed Moshe to stretch out his staff over the sea, splitting it for the Jewish nation. And as soon as they finished crossing, the waters immediately came crashing down on Pari and his armies, drowning them instantly. Moshe and his sister Miriam led the entire Jewish nation in song and dance, thanking God for the incredible and fantastic miracle that has just occurred. As the Jewish nation continued to travel through the desert, they were suddenly ambushed by the Amaleki people. So Moshe instructed his student Yeshua to gather an army of tzaddikim, of righteous individuals, and prepare for war. Moshe, Aaron, and his nephew, Hur, Miriam's son, went up the mountain to pray as the war began. And whenever Moshe's hands were up, the Jewish army was winning, but they were losing when his arms were down. As Moshe's hands began to tire, Aaron and Hur held them up until the Jewish nation won the war. And after the war, Hashem instructed Moshe to write down this story so it will never be forgotten. He gave them the commandment to destroy the nation of Amalek, including its men, women, and children. And this mitzvah is one of the six remembrances we say each day after the morning prayers for lest we forget such a pivotal part of our history. However, a question comes to mind. One of the other many miracles in our parsha is the mud, the heavenly bread, a spiritual substance that tastes like anything a person desired it to be. And each morning it would rain down from the sky covered in two layers of dew to protect it from the elements. As Hashem said to Moshe, I will rain down bread from the sky and the people shall go out and gather each day's portion. And I will test them through this to see whether or not they follow my commandments. But what test was Hashem giving the Jewish nation by providing them with the man? What impression or notion was Hashem trying to verify with the man, the heavenly bread? The Yorachim HaKadosh of Chaim Ibn Attar on this Pasuk explains that the man was given to the Jewish people ready to eat without further preparation. And now Hashem wanted to see how will the Jewish people spend their newly free time. Would they waste their time complaining about what they don't have or how it was different in Mitzrayim in Egypt? Or would they spend their time learning how to serve God as His chosen people? The test was to know whether the recently freed people were leaving behind their Egyptian mentality or not. However, the Kliyakar, Rav Shlomo Ephraim ben Aaron gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He writes that the test of the man was to see if the Jewish people follow the laws of the man. For only a certain amount was supposed to be gathered each day and it was not meant to be left out overnight. And on Fridays, they were meant to gather and collect a double portion for Shabbos. The Kliyakar explains that the test of the man was actually extremely profound. 
for it was to show if the Jewish people believed that Hashem was going to provide for them anew each and every day, for they were just freed from slavery where they did not know when their next meal would be. So if they gathered extra money just to have in case, it would show Hashem that they did not fully trust Him to provide for them every single day. However, if they only collected the amount allowed, it would prove to Hashem that they believed He would give them what they need each and every day. That they have changed their mindset and outlook from not trusting Moshe when He first came to redeem them in Egypt to completely believing in Hashem and in Moshe, His faithful servant. In our daily life, it is imperative that we recognize that many of our actions each day are the foundation for long-term success. Whether our goal is to be financially stable or to create a family, it requires a long-term vision with a short-term drive. It requires that we trust the process even if we don't see its benefits, for it's how we conduct ourselves daily that will determine our results in the future. And this lesson is especially prevalent for this week as we celebrate the New Year of Trees, Tu because to grow a large, beautiful, and strong tree, you must help it survive the stages where it's most vulnerable. It takes real dedication and commitment to grow a tree that can last many generations. There's an amazing quote that I once heard. It is not about having the skill to do something, but about having the will, desire, and commitment to give it your best. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.